We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Monday afternoon. Those of you listening in Tampa, Florida, you probably were expecting the mellow tones of Bill Bunkley. Well, Bill is in Israel, and I am absolutely thrilled that he can be there. So, my name is Bob Bernie. I am in Columbus, Ohio. I host Bob Bernie Live every weekday afternoon, like Bill uh, hosts Bill Bunkley's show. And uh, we have linked the two stations together, and we are simulcasting. So, I am host and Guest host, all at the same time, through the miracle of electronics. Anyway, it is my honor uh, to be your host today. Here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Here is a headline out of Europe. But it could be a headline here in America as well. Headline, churches across Europe repurposed for nightclubs and hotels as attendance shrinks to stunning lows. Here's the story. Churches across Europe are being abandoned or converted into entertainment venues as Christianity continues to decline on the continent. This is painful. I will not hide it. On the other hand, there is no return to the past possible, says Monsignor Johann Bonny, the Bishop of Antwerp, Belgium. Really? This is painful. I will not hide it. On the other hand, there is no return to the past possible. The bishop's comments come as churches all across Europe and Great Britain sit increasingly abandoned, a symptom of the decline in Christianity on the continent that once helped spread the religion to every region of the world. Then it goes on. Churches are being turned into nightclubs, hotels, clothing shops, uh, liquor stores, concert venues, cafes, etc. And uh, the story says this is a trend all across Europe. Well, it's happening here in America as well. It's happening here in America as well, as Christianity has declined. What I disagree with the bishop is that it is impossible to turn this thing around. I don't believe that for a minute. First, we have to determine 
what has caused the decline? I have a very simple answer, but I believe with all my heart it is true. Liberalism. Liberalism. This is an undeniable... (laughs) Pardon me, I didn't get the cough button on time. Uh, It's an undeniable truth. When a church or a denomination begins to drift to the left, it begins to die. The farther left, the more death. I've said this for years. Everything the liberal left touches, it destroys. Politically, theologically. All of the mainline Protestant denominations in America, all of them, there is no longer any exception. There was. The United Methodists were an outlier for quite some time. No longer. No longer. They have joined the rest. It is absolutely true that every single mainline Protestant denomination in America is dying or is dead. Now, the only exception is the Southern Baptist Convention. They are not a mainline Protestant denomination. You say, well, Bob, there have been a lot of stories about uh, membership decline in the Southern Baptist Convention. Now, that is true. But actual attendance has increased. And having been a pastor for many years, I was much more concerned about the people in the church than the the people on the roll. So while membership has shown a decline in the Southern Baptist Convention, actual people attending has increased. I think that's encouraging. When it comes to the mainline Protestant denominations, however, there is no good news. None. There is no good news. And what do all of them have in common? They've drifted to the left, and they have moved away from the authority of Scripture. They have moved away from believing that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God. And it's measurable. The farther they have moved from that truth, the more decline they have. The more liberal, the more decline. The more liberal, the more churches are closed. The more liberal, every measurable way, they are declining. And if I'm wrong, I would love for anybody to call 877-BOB-LIVE and refute that. I'll be kind. Let's talk. I don't think you can refute it. It is liberalism that has destroyed the churches. But this is not new. I came across this this morning in my devotions. I'm going through the book of Isaiah right now. I love Isaiah. Listen to this. Isaiah chapter 30, beginning in uh, verse 9, speaking of Israel that this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of the Lord. Hmm. 
They won't hear the law of the Lord. And get this in verse 10. They say to the seers, see not. And to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things. Speak unto us smooth things. Eh. God's people had moved away from the law of the Lord, the Word of God, and they say to the preachers, the pastors, don't preach. And to the prophets, don't prophesy right things. Again, I'm quoting, speak unto us smooth things. We don't want to hear about sin. No, 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 we don't. No, 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 no. We don't want to hear about sin. We want to hear only about the love of God. Now, should we talk about the love of God? Yes, 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 yes. But also the judgment of God and the consequences of sin. What are the consequences of sin? Well, Romans chapter 6 says death. This pattern has been repeated over and over again. But is revival possible? And the answer is yes. Hang tight. I'll continue that thought when we return. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Before the break, we were talking about churches all over the world, all over Europe, Great Britain, but here in America as well. Christian churches that once were thriving now have ceased to exist. The buildings are being used for cafes, theaters, nightclubs, you name it, you can find them. You can find several of them around Columbus. You can find them all over the country. Uh, Is there hope? And the answer is yes. If a church continues in their leftward drift, and folks, listen, it doesn't start quickly. It's a gradual drift. And that's why this thing of of sexuality and gender and marriage is so absolutely vital. We cannot compromise on what God has said. Listen, who marries who is not up to us, ultimately. It's up to God. It is God who created us, male and female. That was God's idea. It wasn't man's idea. This was God's plan. And when we get away from God's plan, we are literally thumbing our nose at God and saying, "Ah, you may have created us, but we can do whatever we want to do. And that's exactly what churches are doing. And the liberal leftward slide often begins with this thing of same-sex relationships, same-sex marriage, 
uh, transgenderism, you name it, where it, it, okay, it is difficult to achieve a balance. I say this all the time. The devil lives in the extremes. Whatever issue, whatever topic, whatever subject, if the devil can get us to go to one extreme or the other, he wins. So if we go to the extreme of God hates fags, God hates homosexuals, they're not welcome in our church, well, that's an unscriptural, devilish extreme. Jesus died for all people, all kinds of people. And anyone can be saved and forgiven. Anyone. But then there's the extreme on the other side. It really doesn't matter to us. It's just between you and God. It doesn't matter to us. We don't care what your lifestyle is. We don't care who you love. We don't care who you marry. Because here, we are just about love. And of course, the ridiculous Love is love. No reasonable person anywhere believes that. Nobody. They say that, but they, what do you mean love is love? All love is equal? Do you know anybody who believes that? Of course not. Of course not. But anyway. So in the middle is taking a firm, strong, biblical stand, not being afraid to call sin, sin, not being afraid to proclaim God's plan for gender, sexuality, marriage, but in a loving, Christ-like manner, but holding standards. And when... When a church begins to drift to the left, number one, it's always on the authority of Scripture. That's why Andy Stanley and those who are following him are so dangerous. We can't really believe and trust all the Bible. We, no, we, we uh-huh, yeah. That's where it begins. And then we get soft on issues that are hard in our culture. Listen, if you believe in biblical morality, biblical marriage, biblical gender and sexuality, you are in the minority, number one, and number two, you are going to be hated by some. And it's hard. Who wants to be hated? And yet, this is where we must stand. We cannot compromise. Because if we do, where where do where does the compromise end? I say this on my program all the time. My listeners are probably just sick, sick, sick and tired. When you start traveling down a road, particularly theologically, philosophically, ideologically, don't look where that road will take you. In five miles, ten miles, a hundred miles, look at where that road will take you in a thousand miles or five thousand miles. So we begin redefining marriage because we're loving, we're caring, and we don't want to hurt people. We don't want to offend people. And after all, love is love, and God is love. So if God is love and love is love, then it's up to individuals who they love. That's not any of our business. When you start down that road, where does it end? 
The answer is it doesn't. Once you begin redefining marriage, where does it end? It doesn't. And when you start traveling down those roads, it is almost impossible to make a U-turn. So this trend all over Europe and America, can it change? Yes. I've got about one minute. I had the privilege of preaching yesterday in a tiny little church in a tiny little town of 300 people, a church that was dying by their own admission. They were dying. They decided to take a courageous stand and leave their denomination. Leave it because their denomination had compromised on Scripture. And they reached out to another Bible-believing church not far from them and said, would you help us? Can we work together to win people to Jesus and stand for the Word of God in our community? I had the privilege of preaching there yesterday. A church that was nearly dead. I mean, you talk about on life support? And yesterday, there was excitement. There was enthusiasm. There was life. Because the Word of God became paramount. And I believe that church is going to turn around. I really do. They're in a town of 300 people, and they're the only church left in town. God has given them an open door to reach that town and the surrounding area. And I just believe that God is going to honor their obedience to his word. I'm really excited to see what God does in that tiny little church, in that tiny little town. I believe we're going to see great things. And I want to encourage you. Most of the churches in America have less than 100 people. You know that, right? The overwhelming majority of churches in America have less than 100 people. But God can use those churches in a mighty way if they stand for truth in a loving, Christ-like manner, but without compromise. The gospel is what changes lives, hearts, and churches. 